Hi all, this is Anya Atara of Aesthetics for Living on Substack and today I am speaking to you about asymmetry, the interior design principle. And The title of this article, which I'm going to read for you now, is Asymmetry for Emotionally Rich Interior Design, a Comfortable Disturbance We Love, hashtag dopamine. So it opens and I have an image there of uh, literally some very simple asymmetry in someone's home where there is a, uh, a couch and on one side is a small table with a lovely ikebana type of uh, dried flower arrangement it looks like and a floor standing lamp and for emphasis I have actually put that image on the right hand side of a negative space which is on the left and at the top it has the word asymmetry also on the left. So it's important to say that asymmetry does not mean the absence of symmetry. In interior design it's very intentional and the weight of one side is carefully looked at to get a composition right. Symmetry is used to suggest power, certainty and permanence because pairing reads as static and therefore at rest. Squares and cubes are inherently static shapes. This may make your space or building feel restful, but perhaps a bit dull if that isn't desired. Then to give a space more life, you suggest activity, movement and flow. So you would here use the principle of asymmetry. Making a dynamic composition encourages the eye to explore. And why would this be desirable? Well, asymmetry requires a higher order of thinking. Our brain needs to work a little to appreciate the disturbance. To give a dopamine release, we can design in an uplift in thinking. So after a day of mundaneness, it may be a desirable thing to turn a corner in your home and view a scheme or a vista or arrangement that raises the bar. Viewing a higher order of aesthetic arrangement is pleasing for this reason. Asymmetry requires or invites a higher order of appreciation. So next I have some images and um, if you are sighted, please do take a look at the full article, whether it's in your email um, or on the Substack app. But basically, there are some interior architecture uh, images there, one of an entrance in uh, a traditional Japanese home uh, where the door is on the right hand side and the water, there's a water ritual perhaps going on there for cleanliness. Uh, there is a water feature on the left hand side. And then the other arrangements are uh, with plants to balance out a staircase or where there's a very symmetrical arrangement with furniture and then a circular feature behind. There's a beautiful bonsai which leans over towards the left. And it's interesting actually, quite often the most desirable leaning is to go up from the left towards the right. Maybe I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when I talk about the principles of yin and yang. So there is a Japanese term uh, called hacho, 
uh, forgive my dreadful pronunciation there, um, but it really means an intentional unevenness, an asymmetrical balance that works with the interior architecture. So Hacho is a broken rhythm and it is a design principle utilized to create an interior space that is peaceful yet heart uplifting too. And I have some images next of curving forms, so curved sofas, uh, rounded coffee tables, rounded armchairs. So curved forms in furniture are often inherently asymmetric and these shapes are enhanced by adding verticalness where the high points on the sofa back occur. So you can do this with four standing lamps or tall plants. They also work well here. So even if you have a very symmetrical arrangement in your furniture or side tables or consoles or sideboards, you know, where you have symmetrical mirror and then matching pairs of uh, framed art either side. In the styling and arrangement of accessories on those surfaces, so books, objets d'art, table lamps, small framed artworks and pictures, we can use the principle of asymmetry in these artful piles to offset a strong room or as I say, the furniture symmetry. The eye is drawn to these triangular arrangements as it moves over the tableau. Our brain is engaged and pleased. So next I have four images of contemporary, eclectic, colourful uh, schemes. So asymmetry is not only for the more minimal aesthetics like Japandi, uh, please forgive uh, the awful name, but it is the combination of a love of Japanese and Scandinavian design. Uh, and the above images are in an eclectic or very personality driven collector style aesthetics. Um, and actually asymmetry works very well there because if you are collecting things and buying things here and there to follow your taste, of course, they're not going to be in pairs. You're going to buy them when you see them and enjoy them. So it actually works very well. Now, the fireplace and hearth was quite often traditionally symmetrical, depending on the architecture. Uh, but if you have this in your home, you can add a little asymmetry to add visual interest. And I have some images there of fireplaces. Some have symmetry and then just a little bit of asymmetry right over um, the, on the chimney breast, right over the fireplace. The light fittings I'm showing here are either designed to be asymmetrically balanced inherently or are placed to add to the balanced composition of the elevation. And the images I have here are contemporary light fittings some are actually four of them are from uh, hung from the ceiling they're pendants um, and one uh, is an angle poise type of lamp at uh, um, beside a bed so they are as i say inherently asymmetrical and they do remind me actually of mobiles that um, are designed to be weighted on one side and if you look at the um, at these images if you can then you will notice that they have visual weight on one side and then extra length 
and a smaller weight on the other. So they are visually um, balanced. So thank you so much for listening to uh, me reading this article. If you love this, please do send me some feedback. If you um, have any comments, please do consider a subscription. It's free. Um, and then if you want some extras and you want to ask me um, questions or get email access to me, then you can um, do a paid subscription, uh, which uh, is for the year. And I would be uh, only too delighted to uh, hear your questions. Okay, that's it. It's Anya Atara of Aesthetics for Living on Substack. Until next time.